Hi, Amy Carroll here with another Partner in Action Story. This podcast is a series of interviews and real-life stories from people who apply the partner mindset and behavior. The result? They get more of what they want, more often, with less difficulty. This body of work is based on the communication model Predator, Prey, or Partner, and it was developed by my sister, Pat Kirkland. You can find out more about Pat and the model at patkirklandleadership.com. So listen, laugh, and learn how you can apply this approach in your life and get more of what you want. I'm here today with Sebastian Meyer. Sebastian is a marketing director at Amgen, which is a biotech company based in Los Angeles. Welcome, Sebastian. Great to have you here. Great to be here. So, Sebastian, you're originally from Montreal, Canada, right? You've been in the U.S. for 12 years now. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, I was from the French part of Quebec. Oh, nice. Beautiful area. Sebastian, we met just a few months ago. You started using these skills with a great abandon, and I am very curious to hear what some of your success stories and how you've been applying the partner mindset and the partner behaviors. So tell us about some of those stories. Sure. One thing I would say is going into the coaching session, one of the things that I was really looking forward to is how to go a step further in commending people's attention. I've been in leadership roles now for a number of years. I've had numerous chance to speak in front of groups and shape vision and shape the way people think and people act. Mm -hmm. One of the things I feel we can always get better, and me in particular, is how to command attention. And I was very happy with some of the tips that you mentioned, and I had the chance to put that into action just a few weeks after the workshop. I was giving a presentation in London to a number of general managers Uh around the world, and I was well prepared. The session went extremely well. I could feel people's attention on me at all times, and after the workshop, numerous people came to me unsolicited and complimented on how valuable the information was and Uh how much value they got out of the workshop. And somebody even mentioned that, let alone the content that was presented, the style was outstanding. She must have been a student of good presentation techniques, and she could appreciate the skill and the technique that was put in place there. So that was kind of nice. Oh, that's great to hear, Sebastian. Well done. So let me dive deep for a second. What specifically were you focusing on during that presentation in order to command that presence? Sure. So one of the things that you've been relentless on is (laughs) the tone of voice and making sure that the intonation of the voice Mm. is going down. Got it. It has had a tremendous effect on people and on the general presence I project. The other thing about the tone also is Mm -hmm. the pace at which I speak and the avoidance of fillers. Yeah, you're doing great now. Well done. And I know the intonation is a particular challenge for French mother tongue, which you are. So we can hear that sometimes you're really nailing it with those phrases at the end. That's super. Thank you. I still try. (laughs) Practice. The other thing that I put into practice during that workshop is the gestures. Yeah. That's not something that I would necessarily pay deliberate attention before. The gestures would come naturally and not necessarily in a meaningful way. I would make random kind of, random kind of gestures. 
just so you occupy space. This time around, I really put some thoughts into okay, what my story is, what story do I want to tell, and what, what feeling do I want to convey, and have deliberate gestures that accompany the words in a meaningful way to paint a more complete picture for the audience so that they can not only hear my ideas and concepts, but also visualize with the whole body language, and I think oh, that fantastic. was also very effective. Super. And as we know, that those strong, solid gestures help burn off nervous adrenaline, so that's also a, a side benefit. Yeah. And so tell me, what other ways have you been using these skills to command greater attention and greater presence? Sure. So I would say, in that presentation, the, the mere fact also that I was deliberate with my eye contact and how I was looking at people mm -hmm. in the eyes with one thought okay. and then looking at somebody else and somebody else, not in a nervous way right. or erratic way, but very poised. Yep. Because I was putting my attention on folks, they would return it back. And, and I think that was also very effective. Wow. So I'm impressed that after just a few weeks after the training, you were able to apply all of these skills in what sounds like a kind of a high stress situation. You had gestures, you had focusing on the voice, and then the eye contact. Was that a bit too much pressure for you or did you feel like you were managing it easily? Well, I would say I rehearsed a couple of times. Uh -huh. Not that much. I probably rehearsed the night before and, and the morning of. And uh, that, therefore, it was actually quite natural when I did it. To incorporate these techniques on a daily basis, I just have to keep reminding myself. And sometimes I'll slip, right? I am sure. slept a few times already in this recording. It's okay, right? I can just, just catch myself and reframe the story and think about how I would right. have done it better. Progress, not perfection. There we go. Right, so right. But no, I would say it went fairly well. It wasn't too overwhelming. And because I was getting such positive reaction from the audience, because it was working, yep. it encouraged me to, it relieved some stress and encouraged me to keep going. Super. Now, before I let you go, I remember when I first met you in the morning, one of the things that was a real frustration for you was when you're in meetings and you've got people having side conversations. And I remember we worked <laughs> right. a lot on that. So I'm curious to hear how is that going? Yeah, that's, that's a great example of it. It's a particular pet peeve of mine and probably a story I'm telling myself in the background. I strive to commend attention when I don't get attention. Sometimes it irritates me and I'm trying to, to be nice up to the point where mm. sometimes I get a little bit nasty Yeah. and then it's too late and then I ask people to pay attention I'm already in that nasty mode to use your words I go from prey to predator oh the pissed off prey actually <laughs> or the pissed off prey <laughs> works it. as well yeah but well, well, one of your colleagues nicknamed it pop p-o-p -P. <laughs> <laughs> not a good look on me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not for many of us. So then, what have you been doing differently? So number one, that you demonstrated and you role-played extremely well and works is keep a smile on. Okay. Get out of the prey mode and really enter the partner mode and use all those little insights from the body language perspective that I just described. The tone of voice, the intonation, the gesture, the eye contact, and the smile to use that to redirect people's attention and ask them in a partner way to bring their attention to you. The first one was during sidebar conversation. Yeah. Or sidebar conversation. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> the advice or the, the skill here is to stop midway, like I just did now. Oh, good. Through the sentence and then leave people hanging for the remaining words. And when you're having a sidebar conversation, 
peripheral earring can pick up on that. Right. And then people start looking. And that I've had a chance to put into action. That worked quite well. When they look at me, I look at them with a smile, and I just keep going, and it worked beautifully. Okay, so it seems very subtle, though. When you stop midway, when they're not expecting it, that's a way of capturing their attention. Uh-huh. And so I'm curious. Give us just your very best ideal partner. If someone's still misbehaving, they're still talking, they're still on their computer, how would you say it without sounding too nice or too nasty? <laughs> I would probably say, hey, guys, can I get your attention, please? Nice. Or maybe I'd say, hey, guys. Can I get your attention? And please close your laptop. Thank you. That's really classy. You're right, because that please at the end the first time is a little bit borderline too nice. Whereas right. the second one, you sound warm and approachable and friendly without the risk of being too nice so that if you've got a predator in the room, they know you mean business without being difficult. Right. Sebastian, that's very cool. Well, listen, it was great. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm Canadian, I'm, I'm Canadian, so it's my Canadian reflex to say please and sorry. Uh, <laughs> In every sense. Right, I hear that. Well, Sebastian, it's been a joy talking with you, and I wish you the very best and keep up that great partnering you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And now we'll be in touch. Okay, take care.